August 1944. The outcome of the Second World War appeared to be no longer in doubt. Paris was liberated. After four years of fighting, victory against the Germans seemed assured. Since the Normandy landings in June, American and Allied forces had battled their way across northern Europe and pushed the German enemy to within its own homeland. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. Sometimes. The greater good. The greater good. Yeah. No. Yeah. All the no. time. All the time. I'm just All doing it for babes. Oh, hey, that's a new voice. Um, oh, what my gosh. What is that? What just happened? Um, <laughs> this is uh, this is Cheap Seat Reviews. Uh, this is episode 254. And tonight we're talking about when trumpets fade. Surprisingly, when do they? Surprisingly, well, it's usually right after the intro of a very big overture. Yeah. Okay. They're they're just they give it balls to the wall at the beginning, and then they bust their chops, and then they fade away. Yeah. (laughs) Surprisingly, there are no trumpets in this movie. Very weird. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. Man, I wish I was watching Band of Brothers, Jimison. Yeah. Uh, um, this, this one, the second this happened in the movie, I'm like, this is definitely going to be Sam's uh, middle name. Sam, please don't shoot me in the back vector. What? Uh, that's, that's my purpose in life. I know. Is to, <laughs> is to shoot you in the back. Yes. But I would probably, in the case of this movie, I would probably wait till you're half shell-shocked under a bridge and then hit you with a, a tank, tank uh, mortar. It's called mercy and I appreciate that. Oh, so you're yeah. gonna hit me in the face, like while Timothy Oliphant's losing his mind, and then that's yes. when you show up with the tank. Nice. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Stephen, all officers are douchebags. Everett. Boom. Hey. So yeah, that that's that's uh, that's the Steve Everett right there. Uh, and Stephen, yeah. I, I, cr- Who's I have, Steve Everett. There, well, I uh, I have a little intro for you. Are you ready? It's a little five uh-huh. seconds. Here you go. This is. Steven. There you go. <laughs> huh? Uh, you like that? That was terrible. Yeah. So I just, I, so I got Sweet. one. I got one for Steven. I need. I have one for Corny. I just need to get one for the rest of you guys. Nice. Uh, I still have Cornelius. Yeah. So I need to get one for uh, Sam and Andrew somehow. We'll we'll make it happen. Um, Steve Everett is. Um, <laughs> Is uh, what is Steve? Well, he is a singer songwriter and my friend, and that's more important. Yeah, doesn't and, he also uh, play for yeah. the 49ers? Uh, oh, does he? That's a long the, time ago, a long time ago. That's cool. Yeah. Um, 
I actually wonder, is there is there a Steve Everett that played? I know Steve. Yeah, there was a super fit, but it was with an I. Oh. And then oh. Uh, the only other Steve Everett was an Oregon professor at uh, Emory University for a long time. And then he got a job at University of Chicago. And I just emailed him because I was like, hey, man, do you, do you ever try to get people to find you on the Internet and they find me? Because that happens to me all the time. And he was like, <laughs> yes, I'm so glad you emailed me. And then I thought we were just like having a very nice, weird email. And he was like, uh, by the way, my son's a drummer in Nashville. I'd love for you guys to hook up. Maybe he could play with you. And I was like, ah, oh, man. Like, I thought you were just being nice to be nice, but trying to get your son a gig. Yeah, I can't blame him. <laughs> that actually happened to me. True story. There's another Andrew Jimson, and he's a doctor. He's a plastic surgeon. And uh, my students so my students have to do this thing where they pick a teacher and they Google him just for a project in a class. And uh, one of my students came to me and said, I didn't know you were a black plastic surgeon. <laughs> oh, nice. And I told him that's what I do, you know, after work. As, yeah. as far as I know, <laughs> there is no other Sam Sam Vector. Yeah, I, that's it's, cool. I'm, Dude, when I'm you by said, myself uh, in this world. When you said black plastic surgeon, uh, my mind didn't go race first. It went to like a dark arts plastic surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> no, like he only performs, performs on... Uh, uh, you know, black. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna go dead people. Like he's a he's a necromancer. I tried to not make that sound racist as it came out, and I thought it's just coming, so I'm just gonna let it come out. I apologize to all my black guys. Friends. I have to run, but this was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve's gonna text me a little bit. Don't tag me on this episode. <laughs> so Sam, I just I just did a Google for Sam Vector, and you are all of the top mm, twenty results, and the best is. Images for Sam Vector. The third and fourth one are are the cheap seat logos that I drew. Nice. Yeah. I, of course, I'm taking credit. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's weird. That's where. Uh, it, that's and it's a picture of you and Lucy, also from Pinterest. Why are you on Pinterest? Yeah. Dude, everybody that's cool is on Pinterest. Oh crap! Do you think he gets his recipes? Well, yeah. I I do have a. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know a little secret. I have uh, a, I have a Pinterest account also solely see? solely so I can spy on my wife because oh. she literally has a Pinterest account for birthday gift uh, 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 gift ideas. So like she'll tag something and then put it in her little gift thing, and then I can go on her board and say, "Oh, she likes this thing. That's my Christmas present for her." Oh, that is brilliant. Yeah, and then you, and then nice. you delete it so she forgets, and you buy her something cheap. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll actually add something really cheap in there, and then she goes, "Huh, I didn't know I wanted one of those, but I guess I pinned I pinned it, so I must." Uh, well, let me tell you, as a uh, songwriter, guess what? Every girlfriend gets for, for you get, everybody gets their own song. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, you'll never believe this. Check this out. I wrote a song for you. It's in it's in, it's in G again. Yeah, but for some reason, they all have this tune. You and I. <laughs> Yeah, that's the, that's that that's that guy, Steve Everett. That's yeah. cool. That was yeah, a Valentine's actually, Day present. <laughs> yeah, but that I was did it work? Pinterest. Yeah, well, it was to did me. Did it work? Yeah, it was to me. So that's the question. Did, yeah. Does it did work? It, I mean, seventy-five percent of the time, it works every time. Every We're not time. together anymore, so you tell me. Oh, that's a different song, though. Is yeah. it, it going to be yeah. a situation? Eventually, we're going to actually talk about when trumpets fades, but I'm going to ask. I'd you rather this. not. 
Um, <laughs> I actually do. This is a legitimate question for the singer songwriter. Did you have you ever written a song for a girl and you named the song after her and then you guys violently broke up and you renamed the song? Uh, no. Okay. Cause, cause that, I, I definitely have a lot of songs with a girl's first name as the, the hook, but I just let it roll, man. It's like yeah, a tattoo. Yeah. You, know, you got it for a reason. You just let it roll. I just, I just, that, I, I reason I asked that very specific question is because the, the first uh, band that you were in and I was your sound oh, guy yeah, for, yeah. that very thing happened. The bass player wrote a song about his, the love of his life, fiance, they break up. And so we had to change the name of the song. And on the live album, Steve forgot. <laughs> oh, no. And, yeah. uh, Luckily, no one ever heard that live album. So. Yeah. yeah not, not very many people did. <laughs> I have it around here somewhere. I legit, I mean, I've moved like six times since that album came out, and I have it somewhere. Um, it makes a great coaster. It, you know, yeah, you're not wrong. Okay. Anyway, so the, what is this movie? Yeah. Well, this is uh, the movie When Trumpets Fade. So this movie was picked... Uh, we we did the thing where we're like, hey, we need to find a movie. We were gonna do uh, Darkest Hour, and then it it was no longer well, available. He, and then here's the thing: I re- I recommended this movie within the first ten seconds of us talking about World War II movies, mm-hmm. and then you kept trying to find movies to replace it. <laughs> I did for the next hour. Yeah. And thank you for that, Sean. I, and day uh, and twenty four hours. It was I didn't it was more like it until I saw it. It was about forty eight <laughs> hours, and. And and so I was like, you know what, you know, I, I don't want to be mean. Sam has a valid point. We should. He's like, why why don't you want to watch this movie? And I'm like, you know what, we'll do it. We'll do this movie. I'll watch it. Maybe Sam's got a point. Maybe this movie is awesome. <laughs> and and it's just a hidden gem that's been living on HBO and, and Purgatory for the last. I mean, it's an old. It's a 1998. I I've never heard of yeah. it. Um, yeah. And I thought maybe. Maybe Sam's right. Yeah, and you know I'm what? always right. I, because that's a that's a logical thought to have, Sean. You know, yeah. Well, he's <laughs> a smart guy. I mean, you know, he's a he's a he's a college professor um, mm-hmm. who's on crutches because he doesn't know how to run. But yeah. you know, that's fine. I, I know how to run too well. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what it was. He ran so well. That's broke. such a man thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, baby, I'm too good at it. Yeah. So so anyway, um, so before we get into our opinions of this movie, um, after almost fifteen minutes of not talking about it, uh, Mm -hmm. Andrew, tell us what is the 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 synopsis of when trumpets fade? Because it's not a it's not a movie about trumpets. It's a it's a World War Two movie. They use trumpets quite a bit in the the soundtrack. I I watched the wrong thing then. No. Andrew, you watched Mr. Holland's Opus, which is a yes. film. Yes. That's a fantastic film. Mm-hmm. All right. In World War II, Western Germany, Private David Manning reluctantly leaves behind a mortally wounded fellow soldier and searches for survivors from his platoon, only to learn from the commanding officer, Captain Pritchett, that they have all been killed in action. Despite requesting a discharge on the grounds of mental disability, Manning is promoted to sergeant and assigned to lead a new platoon of young young inductees. Okay, first of all, he didn't leave that guy behind. Yeah, he shot him in he the face. Shot he, him in the face. Sh- he shot him. Yeah. In the face. In the right? Face. Yeah, he did. He killed him. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah. All right, so they they lie. Well, 
I, I guess. They lie. Whatever. They, they leave it up to your imagination. Yeah. Anybody who would be yeah. any good in that battle situation knows exactly what happened. And everybody else is like, look at these yeah. kittens. No. <laughs> just, just stare at the flowers. Look yeah. at these flowers. So, so that's this movie, right? Um, th- yeah. This, this movie is not what I think any of us thought it was going to be. Maybe. I don't know. Mm, it, it's, no. it's, it's not no. what I thought no. it was going to be. No. Um, and this was a you know thing. I was I was expecting Hacksaw Ridge. I I well I wasn't expecting <laughs> that I wasn't expecting that because that movie is is one of the Fantastic. greatest films uh, World War II films I've ever seen. Um, yeah. Oh man! So you guys were able to get through the fact that our main character, who is a leader of men, can't speak above a mild whisper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're gonna take this beach and we're gonna do it. All right, everybody, move out. That's that. That was. The I'm sorry. Least, what's that, sir? That was the. That was the least <laughs> of my complaints about this movie. You the, heard what I said. It was the fact that he couldn't talk over a whisper. Heck, what you're doing now actually sounds cooler, louder, yeah, than what yeah. he was doing. Um, hey, don't be a wimp. Let's do this. Yeah. Again, you're you're actually having more command in your voice than, than this guy. It was more like, hey, you you go up there and die in front of me, and I'll stay back here, like. Like this guy's his his mantra is I don't have to outrun the bear I just have to outrun you, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's that's his motto in life. Yeah. Um. So I wasn't gonna say I was expecting Hacksaw Ridge, and I wasn't gonna say I was expecting Saving Private Ryan, Saving Private Ryan, but Saving but Ryan's Private. Honestly, yeah. I was expecting yeah. something like Wind Talkers, right? Something oh. of that. Okay. Of that level. Mm-hmm. You know, like the or next down periscope, in, more intellectual yeah. <laughs> <laughs> down periscope. No, Mikhail's Navy, something good. <laughs> maybe Sergeant maybe, Bilko. Maybe U five seven one is where you were going. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe that. Yeah, but. no. I, we, yeah, again, Crimson Tide, right? Yeah. Well, again, trying to stay with at least World War Two era, but oh, again, Crimson Tide's a fantastic film. Um, I would put Crimson Tide in the realm of Hacksaw Ridge as far as quality. Oh yeah, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, like U five seven one. We all kind of laughed at that movie. It's not good. It's just we all had a good time with it because of some things. But that's what we were. I think all of us are in, 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 in anticipation. What expectations maybe for this movie is that like that level, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I'm gonna be the first to say it because I'm the one talking. Is that this movie sucks? And it yeah. did not get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I'm I'm hearing agreements. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Um, I I was expecting to pay homage to World War II vets today. Yeah. With you know D Day, and this was not. Um, it just wasn't what I was expecting. It really wasn't. I I it's, I thought I saw say. Ugh, I thought I saw something say. He was a reluctant hero, or something like that. Yeah. But this this guy basically wasn't even that, right? I don't know, man. I identified with everything he said. Uh, I was just like, you know, like if, if I don't want to go to war, and uh, you know, like the way I feel now, like I'm a libertarian, and uh, like the idea of me having to go fight a foreign war for somebody else. If I was over there, I'd be like, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to save people as, as I can, but like any excuse for me to get out of here, like I'm going to dip. So I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't give him too hard of a time. I, I definitely identify with him in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I, I, yes. And no, in my, for me, <laughs> like 
I understand where you're coming from, totally. And the four of us, none of us have served. And there's a reason. We just don't yeah. have that skill set, mentality, wiring. We just, I just couldn't do it. We just couldn't do it. I just no. won't shave my beard. I won't do it. Right. And, and at the time... Well, and Sean, it, you've seen me play... Uh, not Call of Duty, uh, Battlefield. Yeah, so you know my tactics. Yeah, you're all, yeah. So, yeah, we would have. Anyway, my, Sam's tactics are regenerating every few minutes. Yeah, like if that was an option, then fine. Um, I'm, I'm with you. But so, so I, I, I can, I can relate to the fact that he's scared. Totally get it. And there are lots of other really great movies where the the main characters, both real, based on real people and not, are scared. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with being scared. But, but there's a, there's a point, every movie that I've ever seen based in this world, based on World War II and World War I, most war movies in general, where Mm -hmm. the soldier is there not because he's fighting a cause, it's because of the man next to him. Uh, Yeah, for sure. You know, like the whole Band of Brothers series is about that. It's about that dude next to you. Could it be about a band of... Brothers? brothers, yeah, yeah. To be to be fair though, all his brothers were killed. So you know, if, if there's ever and you know a moment but, where it's okay to be feel like he felt, it was after like, okay, cool. Well, I was fighting for the man next to me. They're all dead. Like, I'd like to go home now. But we're not. And I shot. I shot the last one in the face. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the problem though. Is that I still don't a hundred percent even know that they all died. The only reason why he lived is because he didn't just run away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like like his his platoon died because they were staying their posts and he was out hiding somewhere else. Yep. And then, um, dude from Burn Notice, um, he found him and decided, well, maybe if I can get him away from the fight, then that's an excuse to get me away from the front. And then also mm-hmm. the guy from Burn Notice was badly burned. Yes, Do you think was. that was like a precursor? Like, although owner? he wasn't, he wasn't gooey. That's the one thing that bothered me at the very beginning of this movie is that the makeup job made him look very burnt and lumpy. Yeah. But like that had happened five months ago. It was more of a it was more of a two face from from the bad Batman and Robin movie. And and that's probably just a budget thing, honestly. Um, Oh come on, you can add a little Vaseline to there to make it gooey. I guess. They're, That's what she said. They're, they're, <laughs> I was about to say, enough of your foreplay, Sam. Come on, we've got a job to do. Uh, there, there is no budget listed on this film, because I think this was a straight-to-HBO thing. Yeah. yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, yeah. HBO, yeah. Citadel Entertainment and HBO made this movie. So this was definitely a straight-to-HBO. And here's the problem. Here's the real problem. Let's just be honest. We live in a post-HBO world where we have seen Band of Brothers and the Pacific and Game of Thrones. So mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's a little unfair to this movie because we know the quality of filmmaking exists. That can happen. That can yeah. happen. This was the quality of Lifetime. Uh, I mean... <laughs> well, now, nowadays, Lifetime. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, Lifetime. Like, th- yes, this is, this is Hallmark-level movie stuff happening. If Hallmark all decided, they, all that, they needed was like a flashback to his, his wife, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, at Christmas because because uh-huh. again, <laughs> then it would have been like Pearl Harbor. Oh, <laughs> we, uh, we we actually was we, I the only one that the entire time, uh, you know, our lead character Ron Elderingham, whatever his name is, yeah, yeah, Burgundy. Uh, the entire time I was like, man, awesome. Damian Lewis looks weird right now. <laughs> <laughs> he actually reminded me of the dude from Pulp Fiction that robs the restaurant. 
Yes. He looked yeah. like him the whole time. I'm like, is, are you going to eventually turn into Abomination? Is it, like, is that what's about to happen? I, I, is that not the same guy? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I it, thought that was the same guy. It looks just like him, but it's not. Um, no, it's not him. Uh, who is that guy? I can't remember his name. Uh, well, uh, Cecil B. DeBille. Yeah, that's it. Wow, what a weird name for you to pull out of your ass. Um, I was expecting uh, Tim. To Tim that. Roth is his name. Tim Roth is the. Uh, oh is, yeah, is, Eli is Roth. That, uh, no, not Eli Roth. <laughs> not, not the Jew. Not the Jew bear. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Ron uh, Ellard. Ed, Ed, Ed Eldard, whatever. Eldard. 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 It, wasn't he the Scientology guy? L. Ron Hubbard. Uh, L. Ron Hubbard. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, um, Andrew. No offense, man. Th- there was. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but this movie is weird. This movie has a bunch of actors that would all do other things. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like Timothy mm-hmm. Oliphant. Except and, for except for Timothy Oliphant. Like, well, you know, he did his uh, Justified, <laughs> and he was in. That movie that you and I like, Steve, he was in uh, um, Gone in 60 Seconds. You know, he's like, are you okay? Because you just went through a wall. You know, like, he's that yeah, guy. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and uh, Bobby uh, Cannavale. Boucher. Bobby Boucher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to war, Mama. Um, yeah, a lot of these guys. The war's the devil. Yeah, war's the devil. Yeah, Hitler's the devil. Uh, yeah, Bobby Cannavale, like he's he was most recently the bad guy in the jungle, the new um, uh, Welcome to the Jungle. What was the name of the movie? Jumanji. There you go. Yeah, like, and then I need then, to see that by the way. And Dwight Yoakam. Di- can we Dwight talk about Yoakum. Dwight Yoakam? Is it time? Can we talk about how he's just the creepiest human being on the face of the planet? <laughs> yes, he's a great country music singer, but. When did he start getting into acting? Is my question. A while ago, uh, probably, too soon. Probably this movie. No, he's been doing it for. Uh, <laughs> a, a, Wasn't he in Sling Blade? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He in the early nineties. He he was doing this. I mean, he did Sling Blade. He did the Newton Boys. Uh, oh, seven. Yeah. Remember? Do you remember Panic Room with that little boy, uh, Kristen Stewart? That was the creepiest one. Yeah, he was. He with was Jodie Foster. Yeah, uh-huh. that Panic Room. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's the bad guy with the gun. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. He's I'm I'm Raul. That's all he's ever done. I'm Raul. I'm like what? <laughs> he was in Crank, uh, and Crank Two as the doctor. Um, my favorite role he did was that stupid. It, it's a dumb movie, but we like to watch it. It's the Four Christmases movie. Sarah and I watch it like every other Christmas. He's, yeah. He's Pastor he's Phil. Too. He's Pastor Phil. He's the dude. Well, so apparently he invents Vaughn or Buds in real life. So he was in Wedding Crashers, you know, and yeah. that first couple that's in deliberations when they're like, you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just... He's the husband. I mean, that's just great. Like when you get to a certain level of filmmaking, when you can be like, well, this is my buddy and he's going to be in this. And oh, people are like, great. Steve, I forgot he was in Hollywood Homicide. As Leroy w- Walsley, Wesley, Was Wesley, whatever. I think it was masterpiece. Whatever. Yeah. The movie is fantastic. Um, but he's he's actually really interesting in a lot of things, but not this one. Yeah. He's just an asshole. And 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 again, I am World War II, more than any other war that we've ever participated in as a country, is romanticized 
more than any of the other ones because it's yeah. it's truly one of the, the few times in our history where we were there to stop evil. And we were the good guys. We were truly 100% the good guys. Um, without a doubt. You can't argue that. If you want to, yep. come at me, yeah. bro. But Whoa. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll punch a Nazi in the face. That's fine. So, so because of that, even when you have movies like... Whenever you see these movies where, where the, the troops are on the ground or pissed at the generals because you have to go do the thing and, and whatever, but like... Like for whatever reason, in this role, they the officers just seemed mean. Yes, they, just, they did. They just you're going to go die for your country attacking this stupid hill. What? It just and I know it's it's it. There's a historicalness to this movie that is accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, that the no. the soldiers that sure. died in those woods did not need to. I understand that, but they just all the officers just seemed like dicks. <laughs> just they did. They just yeah. It just seemed really dumb, and and maybe that's the point of the movie is to show that not all of this war is is happy, you know. Like there was some hard things that we had to do, but well, and I, but I think that's yeah. a hard uh, that's that's a tough place to come from because I, I had that yeah. thought too, where I was like, man, we're really not investing in these characters, and we're really not like you know showing emotionally their journey or anything. But I was like, except but that's for the also, chubby guy with the glasses. Yes, yeah, Anderson. He's the, he's but the, the only likable like, character in the whole movie. <laughs> but at the same time, like I, I kept thinking, like, well, that's probably how this whole thing goes. Like somebody comes into camp and you have like two conversations with him, and then you never see him again, and you're like, I think he died. Who knows? He could be a senator now. I don't know. You're yeah, I get that. I mean, and that's <laughs> and that's the unfortunate part because again, this this movie came three years before Band of Brothers, where yep. we where we got. 12 episodes to follow and you know fall in love with these characters basically and it also helped that they're real people that are right. talking you know in interview style before every episode mm-hmm, so yeah. we know what they're doing happened and there's some dramatization obviously in hollywooding it up a little bit but those were real men that went through real thing and you can see the emotion on their face when they're talking about their friends that didn't make it and yeah. you know and, and when they all use the phrase heroes no the heroes are the ones that didn't come back like they all use that phrase, so so then you have this character. There, there's there's no likable characters in this movie except the big dude with the glasses. Yeah, you know and this the, one also came out the same year as Saving Private Ryan, and <laughs> yeah, I know it's comparing apples to oranges in a sense because you have an HBO production. And then you've got that's, a that's, major that's, motion picture. That, that's apples to like, Steven Spielberg. That's like apples to onions. I mean, we're not even close. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But this one, I mean, Save and Private Ryan, it it's following a story that is not just about. I mean, it's about one man, sort of. But, but it's a bigger story. It's that. a bigger story. This one is. I don't know. It was hard for me to follow. And to be honest, I, I'm going to be up front with you guys. I fell asleep halfway through it. I had to. I did too. I, I had, had to start it over. I had to rewind 15 minutes to see where I'd fall asleep. I mean, it was just it, saving Private Ryan. I felt like, and maybe it was, like you said, some of that. And I didn't even think about it until you said it. But romanticizing some of the, the history of D-Day and Normandy, 
because it's something that we all learn about in school. This story, I, I, even though it's the same war, it's something it, this didn't connect with me as far as the the story and the plot. And I don't know, it just it didn't keep me. Yeah, it, it makes it more yeah. believable to me that it was so underwhelming and not romanticized. Because I'm like, especially by the end of this thing, you know, like I'm, I'm sure we were down to just our, you know, youngest, least experienced, most scared recruits. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, there, there was some realism that I thought it wasn't wasted on me. But at the same mm-hmm. time, like, what are we doing here? We're, we're watching a movie. And what is the end goal of movies is either like education or, <laughs> you know, Entertain. entertainment. And it, it, it hit neither. It was a story we yeah. already knew that they didn't elaborate upon. Played well, and, these and actors with a crappy script. They hit all the World War II tropes. Yeah, I mean the mm-hmm. guy in the you know on um, routine per, uh, patrol, you know hiding from the Germans that are walking just next to him. You've got the um, you know the the sudden spinach courage that you know flamethrower guy runs up screaming bloody murder, you know killing everybody. I, I'm pretty uh, sure that's what you went through basic training too. Just make sure when you with the flamethrower. You scream and flail that thing around because you want to <laughs> set every damn thing on fire around you. Yeah. 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 Um, people getting shot right in the head, right next to you, you know, which cigarettes. I'm sure happened. Definitely cigarettes. Grumpy, <laughs> um, grumpy leadership. So it, to me, I had seen all of this before and in better ways. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's just done better. I, I, mm. Was there anything new? Was there anything in this movie that you guys could see and be like, "Huh, this was that was kind of cool." Yeah, it's it's one of the only uh, anti-hero World War II movies. Well, that's true. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah I mean, uh, yeah, you're right. He's not a. He's definitely not the hero. He's he's one of the true movies where we've seen where the main character's sole motivation is 100 percent selfish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every move he does is to preserve himself. Uh-huh. Right. And and that's I know that's real. I get that. That's a real yeah. thing and I'm sure that happened way more than what Oh yeah, I mean would. people talk about that as a guilty conscience. Uh, you know, there's mm-hmm. there's people today that that mention that and um you know, I I think that this story could have been told well and and paid honor and respect to those men that did fight reluctantly and did didn't want to be there at all. And I'm not saying anybody wanted to be there, but Yeah, but there were definitely some people who were gung ho about it. Yeah, and then there were others that well like you said, they were there for other people. They weren't there for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, and again we are all of us jaded in, in, in the best of ways by Band of Brothers, right? Because uh-huh. yep. air, not air calf, um, uh, paratroopers was 100% voluntary, right? Yeah. Those men wanted to be there to help to fight for their country and the man next to them. They wanted. Now, even at the end of the series, they're all tired and grumpy and they, they don't like the generals because they're making them do these things that are hard and they're in the snow at Bastogne and they're. They're part of the Battle of the Bulge, and like they're going through all this really hard stuff. But even in the hard times, it was still all about the man next to them. Yeah. And that's what just, mm-hmm. 
and again, I keep harkening back to that, to the to the point that in this movie, our hero sucks. He just sucks, <laughs> and and that's frustrating because as a viewer, I and especially again, the purpose of watching a World War II movie today is we are recording on the seventy fifth anniversary of D Day, right? Like, mm-hmm. we kind of wanted to, to watch a movie where where it honored those men. And we wanted to cheer on the heroes. We did. We wanted. We wanted to cheer. We we did. We wanted to cheer Rocky as he climbed the stairs. We wanted. But you know to, what? Fat guy with the glasses. Sanderson. Cheers to him. Sanderson. Yeah. Good job, yeah. kid. He was the yeah. I mean, and the only time that I laughed was when he was looking up at the nice guy, and you could see the reflectors in his glasses. On the well, you know, I I still think that we can say, at, at least you know, I, I think hope I speak for all of us, but. I think that we can safely say that we still have a, a respect and honor for those people, even the ones that were selfish. That, and, that's, because, that's what I was yeah, going to say. That, that got the I, job, I wonder, that got the I wonder right. yeah. yeah, and I wonder if that's why there's so much survivor's guilt and survivor's remorse. Like the, the troops that came back, I wonder how many of them uh, feel bad because they did hang back during assaults and they were like, man, I really don't want to be at the front of this thing. Cause I'm new here. And like, I'm scared. Yeah. And so and, I wonder like a battle gets done and then you survive, but you're like, man, I wasn't even at the front. And these guys that I know yeah. were at the front and they died and now I feel double bad. Yeah. And I, I, I don't agree. think we can, I don't think that any of us could say that we don't blame them. Uh, oh, no, especially, no. especially with families and with kids and, uh, you know, being in a foreign country where you're, you don't want to be there. I don't. I don't think any of us would would act otherwise. Um, and to say you would is is not. It's you, hard. You don't know yeah. how you would be it, unless it, exactly. unless you've been a soldier in in the armed forces. You have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, we, I do think I would, would if it was situation. like if if me and Sean were there. I think like all of a sudden I would find a hero gear to protect, mm-hmm. you know, my like mm-hmm. you know, childhood best friend. But then as soon as Sean was gone, I'd be like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I would hope so. I, I would hope I would do that yeah. myself, but I'd probably yeah. let Sean die. That's fair. So. I get that. Um, just, just don't use me. A, like just when I die, I, just, I, I would shoot him in the back, not because he was refusing <laughs> orders, but you know, just cause he turned around. Yeah. So he, he, he took a dump in my foxhole. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you in the back with a flamethrower on your ass. Jeez. What a terrible way to die, by the way. That's the worst. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm, I, sweet relief from trying so hard. Uh, yeah. I, I, and I do want to, uh, to, to, to echo Andrew's point that for, again, it's unfair to this movie and to that, that dude who's playing, a, I'm sure, for every Desmond Doss, the, the, main, the, 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 the real life person from Hacksaw Ridge, there are probably 40 of these guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, so I, I get it. And we know, we all of us have friends or, or know people that served in the military and, um, and, and all the respect because they're doing a thing we physically, emotionally, spiritually can't do, won't right. do, can't, you know. So, so I, 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 again, I totally get all of those things. I just want my movie hero to show a little bit of something. You know, sure. like, yep. the, and I get like, well, and or have he, a redeeming moment. And, right. The, uh, give me the redemption. And so when he comes up with the plan to take out the tanks, you know, part of you, part of you is like, oh, here's like when he's here, it is when he's yep. formulating the plan, he's like, here's this idea. And, but then it's partly, it's like, well, yeah, but it's just because you don't want to die in the assault. You want to do something that helps you. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Stay away from there's, the battle. There's still. I wish the movie could have made it, made that moment, um, more authentic. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. because yeah. like, because what, what, because again, he is now the lieutenant. He's now the lieutenant of the platoon. Which, by the way, going from private to lieutenant in four days never happened. Would never mm-hmm. happen. But anyway, that's the point. There's too much paperwork. I mean, it just never <laughs> happened. I mean, going from private to sergeant in a couple of days, maybe. But uh, anyway, that, that's not the point. Um, the, the point is, is that I, I feel like as the as the as the, the, the platoon leader now of this uh, haphazard platoon that he's got, because it's more than four dudes, right? It's more than just the four dudes. Right. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and they never they never like really address that. Yeah, it just <laughs> it, and that's the problem. It's an ensemble cast with no ensemble. There's a hundred right. people in yeah. this movie that have that are actors that we've seen, and we never get to see them do anything. And and really beyond fat guy with glasses, we I didn't recognize Sanderson. The other guys. Sanderson, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, man, as a, as a recovering fat guy, I'm going to need you to. Uh... And it's funny is he's like the only dude with two names. I'm looking at the IMDb. The main guy's just Manning. You've got Chamberlain, Medic, Sergeant Talbot, Lonnie, Despin, Baxter, Colonel. Captain Lieutenant Lucas. He's the only one that you get a Warren Sanderson. So nice. he's the true <laughs> hero of the movie. He really um, is. But I just I, I mean just, I might I might take up smoking just because he did. I just I feel like <laughs> get you some lucky strikes. I just feel like if this I, I'm okay with the whole rogue idea. Fine. You want to go in the middle of the night and do this secret mission. Okay, fine. It seems dumb, but because, because honestly, everything he's done is selfish. So this actually goes counter to what we've learned about him. It would make more sense that if he goes to his captain and says, hey, I got this crazy idea. Those tanks are going to tear us up. Let me take a small squad. We're going to sneak up in the cover of darkness and blow them tanks up. That's a great idea, sir. That, let's, let's do that. Here's some bazookas and some other dudes, and then we can cover you, right? We'll, we'll shoot some mortars or something so that we can help you. That's not like what they did is not what the army does. That's just <laughs> no, you know, no, is it, isn't that called AWOL? What they yeah. did, yeah, they went AWOL, yeah. And it at and the it, same time, though, when you come back and you're like, yeah, we blew up those tanks, everybody's like, all right, cool, well, we'll just forget that happened, yeah, or they're not gonna believe you. Like, we just came back, right. yeah, well, hey, we blew up those tanks, did you, or did the artillery just happen to get them, like, right, you know what I'm saying? It just with it being unsanctioned, it doesn't have the weight of them just being sneaky sneaky it just seemed, <laughs> it just seems strange and then again and say, again i'm not a military tactician i'm not i just watch one on a lot of tv so i have no idea but this movie just seemed really bad at that you know <laughs> like, at it well there were it literally it was like <laughs> scooby-doo uh, you know tiptoeing up to the bad guys um on the guns, yeah, it did. Well, yeah. not even just that. I mean, yes, that was kind of weird. And then, and I'm not going to lie, Sam, the, 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 that part where they just had to open fire, it reminded me of when we play video games when one of our team <laughs> just opens fire and when we're not ready. Because, yeah. like, that's what, the, again, again, I'm sorry, but Band of Brothers, like, when they're going to do a thing, right, they do it as a squad, and the leader says, you're going to lay down a base of fire. And that's what would have happened. He would have had his group. Yeah. They would have gotten into position, laid down a base of fire so that his two flame trooper guys could have been successful. Instead, uh-huh. they're just spread all around and he just yells for the flamethrower to go up. 
he's completely exposed. Yeah. Like yeah. nothing militarily speaking in this movie made sense. And maybe that was to show that he was inexperienced as a leader. Uh, you may be right. Maybe you're right. That's a lot of credit though. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. To, yeah. You're giving credit to the director. I, I just, cause again, I don't, I've never heard of reinforcements being done one at a time. That seems highly yeah. inefficient. If anything, the army is efficient. Mm-hmm. I just that seemed that seemed lame, and I don't know. Just it's, yeah. not, it's not a good movie. No, I'm with you, and I'm bummed out. I'm bummed out. I'm legitimately bummed out because we've all watched crap movies for this podcast and been like, "Yeah, that movie sucked," but I had a good time. I'm kind of grumpy yeah. because of this movie. Yeah. And maybe yeah. it's because of the expectations. I don't know if I'm with you guys. I mean, Steven, you're literally like the only dude on here is kind of defending the movie a little bit. And I, don't, I, didn't mean, <laughs> I didn't mean to bring you on this episode for you to, to, to be like the only dude on the branch. Um, but No, I mean, I, I thought it was terrible, but like there's certain things and I'm like, I get, I, I get where you, you were trying to go here. Uh-huh. It would have been yeah. cool if you could have nailed it. I, I'm looking up this John Irvin guy, the guy that directed it. Mm-hmm. He was born 1940s, a Brit. And so, like, just if you knew those two things and you were like, oh, he's making a World War II pick, you'd be like, yeah, he's probably going to nail it. Yeah. And he's done other movies that I've heard of. Yeah, let me he, tell you, he he's did, done the Schwarzenegger movie Raw Deal. He did Well, he did Hamburger <laughs> Hill, which is considered a pretty decent World War something film. Yeah, he's done a lot of trash as well. There's a Jeremy oh. Irons B movie called The Fourth, or The Fourth Angel. Hmm. Uh, yeah, he makes real trash movies. Yeah, no, you're not, you're not <laughs> wrong. Um, he made the 1991 Robin Hood with, uh, I saw that. I saw Robin Hood. I was like, Oh, I got excited. Is that the, no, it's no, not, it's, it's not, not Prince of Thieves. <laughs> it's not the good one. No, it's <laughs> the one that you've never heard of with the guy from sleeping with the enemy. He did something called dot kill. Yeah. He sucks is, is what, I've, what I've found out on the internet. Um, Yep. Armand Asante. Yeah. What, from from our Judge Dredd episode. Yeah. The law. I am the law. Uh, <laughs> I like it when he yelled at them. That was funny. Yeah, man. Uh, he did something la- two years ago called Mandela's Gun. Sure. Uh, sure. We've all seen that. Nelson. Uh-huh. Set in. <laughs> Nelson Mandela's Gun. Set in 1962, <laughs> Mandela's Gun is a political thriller based on Mandela's. African Odyssey, a commander in hey, chief of the Liberation see? Army. No, no. He undergoes I military I bet training. It's not a thriller. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to read all of this. That's a lot. It's got a 7.5 on IMDb, but it's only got 15 votes. Well, right. so did this one. 15. Yeah. Hey, go uh. look at my iTunes page, man. All 45 fans I have have given me five stars. I, I've got an incredible batting average. Dude. Nice. We, we're, I mean, you're, you're preaching to the choir. All, what, uh, six people? Five? That have, five people oh. that have voted on our podcast? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Um, I, got, I got to a place like a year and a half ago where there were just enough people who knew who I was that the internet started being mean to me. Oh, yeah. Because for like, for like a decade, it was this like, harbor of refuge for me where everybody was just like great job keep up the good work and then eventually i got like just enough going in my right you know in my way yeah that people were like hey man f you yeah. like, okay oh i'm well, done here i'm done here this is how i know i've made it well that the first time we've had 14 votes by the way on on cheap seat review on, a, on itunes we're up to 14 
Brown. Yeah, like twelve of those are just Sam. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, Sam Allred. And that's only because I couldn't figure out the button. No, and just, no way. That's my dad. <laughs> I said submit. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, Stephen, when we got our first piece of hate mail, I knew we had had succeeded as a podcast. Yeah, when people hate you for, for doing a good job, you know that you're really nailing it. I, 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 think, I, I think he just hates us because we're, we're alive. That pod, that whoever sent that hate mail? Yeah. Did you like seriously? Was that one of you guys? I, I've asked. It wasn't and, no, and no. I mean, it wasn't Chad. You don't think? No. Whoever it no. was, they if it was somebody that we know, they went through the the effort of creating um, a an alias email account. Yeah, that's not that hard. I once convinced uh, an SAI sister that I was Jay Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> these, these are esoteric jokes now. I like. Them. Oh my gosh! That's yeah, I mean, I, I shook the hand of every pledge that you guys were fraternity brothers with. Nice. Yep. Signed a few hats. <laughs> <laughs> someone, I do remember someone asking you that, and you're like, "I'm not a brother." I'm like, "Yeah, just don't do it." Um, no, that's fine. Uh, not the point. My point is, is that I'm I'm looking back. I'm trying to find that. That email, that 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 hate email, I can't seem to find it. I forgot Charlie Brentley sent us an email. Um, that's kind of cool. I forgot about that. I can't find. Was it? it. Let me let me re- let me recreate it without having read it. Uh, hey guys, it's uh, it's Charlie. Just um, uh, just run through some scales. Uh, Kiev F still giving me fits on the second octave. Just wanted to say, uh, great job. Uh, I've listened twice and I love it. All right, thanks. Uh, no, nice. that, that's fine. <laughs> This is a good try, but yeah, that's fine. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I can't find it. I, I kept it somewhere, but it doesn't matter. Uh, what matters is is that this movie was well. It is what it is. Um, yeah. So, and I, Steve, I don't know if I told you this. this I'm, I'm going to brag. Just hold on, just a second, Andrew. Sorry, oh, I am going to brag on ourselves a little bit. We haven't really gotten emails in a long time. Um, a, a, a friend of the show did email in a couple weeks ago. Um, that he's put a request in several times for a movie. It's just never streaming. We just can't find it. Um, but we did get a a Russian filmmaker sent us mm-hmm. a link to her movie, and we reviewed it. It was a Russian noir thriller. And, yes. And that week, we got like six downloads in Russia. Oh um, yeah. It was kind of cool. We were, we were excited. We were yeah. very excited. And honestly, we, we were pretty nice. Sam and Sean be, were excited. Well, that was just lukewarm. The the yeah. movie was actually not that bad. It had just a handful of things that we would have changed and think think we would have made it a little bit better, but otherwise it was pretty fun. So uh just so you guys know, when we actually clicked on the link to watch your movie, we allowed access into our uh Facebook so that they could so that they could hack our election. Oh, crap. You're yeah. right. We're the reason. Yeah. We're it's our fault. It is our fault. Damn it. So uh what I was going to say, real yeah, quick, yeah, uh, just tagging in. I've been I've been watching a lot of the D Day stuff, uh, the coverage, um, and I did find it funny and a little bit ironic. And I understand why now, but there's this shot of all the world leaders that are there and of all the allied countries, and then Angela Merkel is just just right there with them. And I wonder if someone was like. What the hell is she doing here? Like, why? <laughs> why? Who invited Germany? But 
I, and there, I, I there was another true. group of like uh, shitty old men cracking beers. They were like, "Why is there a woman on the screen?" <laughs> <That's>, that, <laughs> those were all watching on. How did on this TV happen? in Texas? I, it, it is kind of interesting to think that once a year, all of the countries of the world basically come out and say, "You suck, Germany." Yeah. You know, like I mean, like they have to embrace that these this this time of their of their country's history is like the worst is the worst. Right. Yeah. Like, Dude, oh, at yeah. the same time, man, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I don't want you guys to be like, hey, remember how crappy you were as a teenager? And I'm like, cool, I'm 34 now. Can can I just be like a nice guy now? Yeah. Like, nope. Yeah. Nope. Every year we re- we revisit how crappy you yeah. were as a teenager. Yeah. Remember that one time you did that really horrible thing for about a week and a half uh, in, in, yeah. in the life of your country? Like, like we like no one cares about World War One, what they did, because. They almost kind of feel somewhat justified in, in what they did, but like this was this was legitimately bad. I mean, literally, imagine the rest of the world coming to uh, on. I, I'm thinking of a date, April something of, uh, you know, some year of some year to April sixteenth, nineteen eighty one, something like that. Eighty two um, to um, dang it to to commemorate the end of the Civil War and basically the rest of the country world of the country. It's like, hey, remember how you guys used to own people? Yeah, you guys suck. Yeah, it, well, and, and the the German. I've been to Germany like three times in the past couple of years, and the uh, the story that I get from everyone there that it will talk about it. Some people won't even talk about it, but the ones that will basically have told me, uh, you know, it, it's something in our past that we're not that we're not proud of, and and we don't talk about it. And it's it's illegal here to display a swastika or mm-hmm. yeah. uh, talk about certain things and and so we are the same way when it comes to slavery and we it's not something that our it's it's the dark spot on our nation's history or one of them uh the biggest one i guess and you know it's it's certainly something that germany's not proud of but i I just found it a little ironic to see see and and germany up there with the rest of us but i know that it's i guess showing uh, today, how we have changed and how we're more unified. Well, yeah, I, but you you have to be inclusionary. Yeah, like, uh, you know the the worst thing, and this is more nothing could be more evident than the time period between World War One and World War Two. Like when you step on somebody's throat after you've already won, and you're exclusionary and you don't invite them into the process and, and treat them as equals, then what happens is they rise up again. You know, exactly. so in my mind, you know, like you know, let's be let's be pals and let's talk about like what we share now. Mm-hmm. How and crappy I feel is this like movie that this is what we're talking about? <laughs> well, no, yeah, I mean, I didn't mean to take this. You no, know, no, I, road, but I, I did. That, I, I feel I, like that's partially why some of the racism and and hate that's in our country is there, because it wasn't that that branch of of uh, partnership was never offered yeah. the way that. Well, it, it was, a, or it, the way that it should have been. It was supposed yeah, to have been, and the problem was simply, and it's kind of a no, no, it, it doesn't compare. There, there's no good metaphor between the Civil War and and World War Two Germany. But it was the olive branch was there until Lincoln was shot. Yeah, like he was the key to that reconstruction, bringing them back in. Um, there were other generals in the Union Army that helped with that better than some. 
Um, the most people don't know this. I know we're getting a little bit of history, and people are going to start falling asleep. But Whee! the 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 battle of uh, the the Durham Station is in Durham, North Carolina. That's where the official end of the war was. It's not at Appomattox. That's where General Lee surrendered. Um, Durham Station is where it actually surrendered. And when they when they when General Sherman took, um, you know, accepted the surrender. He let all the soldiers, the Confederate soldiers, go back home with their guns because he was trying to. The German, the generals were trying to bridge that. You know, we don't want to step on your throats, right? We want you to be become the country again, and yeah. and so so you're not wrong, Andrew. The, the olive branch wasn't a hundred percent there, and the people down in our neck of the woods also didn't want the change that was forced on them. Uh-huh. And it's, and the, the big difference, I'll say this, this is where I'm jealous of Germany truly as a country is they got past the worst time of their lives. Also while having their country ripped in half by communism and have since flourished. Right. We as a yeah. nation, arguably the greatest in the world, uh, unless you're Aaron Sorkin, um, we, we still can't, get over this confederate thing and that it i you can't have an american flag and a confederate flag on the same pole you do realize that those are opposites right like people don't get that um bear in mind i work in a county where every interstate every time it goes to the neighboring county somebody is flying a giant confederate flag there there is no greater irony than seeing a confederate flag in west virginia yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, 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 see, yeah. I see that and go, you guys don't know where you came from. Right. So anyway, I, I've had too many conversations with this particular yeah. subject anyway. with lots of different Man, people. And I didn't... In a, a perfect example, I, I played a show at Sam Houston State just north of Houston mm-hmm. uh, early April. And this kid, I was like 19, and he introduced me. And he's like, uh, y'all give it up for him. Steve Everett uh, from Nashville, Tennessee. He's a Yankee, but he seems like a real nice guy. What? And I was like, uh, do you, huh? <laughs> and so I played the show, and then afterwards I was like, "Hey, brother! Uh, like, no, I'm, I was born in South Georgia, grew up in North Carolina. I've only ever lived in North South Carolina, Georgia, and Tennessee." And he's like, "Yeah, it's got North in the title, you know." Oh, and I was like, Lord. "Oh my god!" But then everything that I could think of to be like, "No, nah, man, we're like we're, we were in the South. Like, we fought on the side of the. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we really wanted to own people too. No, that's terrible. Yeah." Uh, <laughs> And I was just like, you know what? Have a good night. Thanks a lot. And it's funny because the defense mechanism kicks in. It's like you get called a Yankee. I got called a Yankee a few weeks ago when I was in Louisiana. They're like, yeah, yeah you Yankee, you damn Yankee. And I'm like, I'm from North Carolina. And they're like, yeah. yeah and I'm North. like, I'm like, um, we were part of the Confederacy too. Like, and he's like, yeah, yeah Mason like and it, Dixon. Like it's good. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then he's like, yeah, well, Mason and Dixon were drunk when they made that line. Okay. Um, and I said, so, so, were, what? so were your mom and dad. Uh, so the, the worst part is like, this was a church that we were doing an install for. Um, and I, so then I said, so what's considered South? And he's like, basically everything South of Shreveport is actually Baton Rouge is basically the South. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Oh my gosh. All the right, saints fine. go saints. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, my point is, Guys, is that I, um, this movie is, sucks. What? I'm you, sorry, I didn't mean to run that rabbit. We can talk about the movie again. No, no I think, no, I think this I is think... important. I, I wanted to bring up this one thing, guys. I'm sorry. I, I, I drive 60 plus thousand miles a year and I just listen to podcasts. 
and uh, just not ours. <laughs> Listen, I'll show you right now. No, I'll, you don't. I'll show you right now. You don't. You don't have to. You don't have to do that. No, it's fine. I'm glad it's oh, in your uh, queue. Yeah, hey, we are on this. Hey, you know what? A download to download. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, you're on there, baby. Oh, uh, no, but so uh, the fr- NPR Frontline, they have a podcast up right now, and it's called uh, The Last Survivors, I believe. Um, but it's it's an interview, and it's it's fantastic, and it's just with the uh, the last living um, kids that were born either to parents uh, in the death camps or actually born in the death camps. And they're all, there's, there's only like 63 of them left or something. Uh, but they interview them all and they give their accounts uh, because they're all in their, you know, eighties and they're, you know, they're, they're starting to fail. And, uh, they give their accounts of being born in the death camps and what they remember, uh, or having, you know, been little kids and going into the camps and it is harrowing. And I, I think it's important for everybody to listen to it just to be reminded of like, this is what happens when you forget your history. This is what happens when you don't get yep. plugged into the political process. This is yep. what happens when, you know, people who, who yell the loudest get the most attention. Anyway, uh-huh. that's all I'll say. And get elected president. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Yes, I did. A um, comment by Sean Allred. Yeah, no, it's fine. No, <laughs> I, I own that. I had no problem with that. Um, so, so all right. So, steering back to the movie again, which is fine. I have zero. If you've listened to this show more than this episode, if you're listen, if you were literally listening because Steve is on this episode, these tangents happen. First of all, both of you. Yes, uh, these these tangents are not only uh, fun but are welcomed, and uh, yes. I, sometimes some of the best conversations can actually happen when we're not talking about the actual movie we're reviewing. Um, <laughs> Especially when it sucks. Well, and, and that actually happens. Well, that, that happens more often than not. Yeah, I mean, when we did our, uh, our spoiler episode of Endgame, we didn't tangent at all. We talked about Endgame, you know? Like yeah, 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 yeah. When, when we did Saving Private Ryan, which I think until Endgame was our highest ranked of the four of us, uh, when, when, well, Corny hasn't... Anyway, the point, it was the highest ranked show that we had done uh, of, of our rankings. Saving Private Run. We didn't tangent at all. I think the closest thing yeah. my, my tangent was was like, "Hey, there's Nathan Fillion from Serenity." Um, you would, of course, I would. Cause, yeah, because it's awesome. And <laughs> I mean, I also try to find a Star Trek connection at every opportunity I can, and I haven't found one yet in this movie. But that's... guys, uh, Jimison's on Tinder right now. I am actually. <laughs> oh, that's fun. No, I'm kidding. Guys, if if I had a Tinder profile, my uh, my bio would be dad jokes, dad bod, not a dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. My profile on Instagram says uh, thoughty with a dad body. Oh, what's your uh, what's your handle? Know, I'm gonna follow I you. Right a, now. I've got two handles. They're both on the top of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, both but really, handles. what's your handle? This will be good for your your followership. Oh, it's just a Jemison. <laughs> it's really or, original. As I used to say, AJ Emerson. <laughs> I like that. What? I remember when we were, when I would actually read out our Twitter handles. I'd be like, you oh, can follow yeah. Sam at Saniji sixteen. I'm at Sean J R and A Jimison, or I would say AJ Emerson. I mean, A Jim. What's your name, Andrew? Yeah, I did that several times. Wait, what's what's Sam's? Saniji sixteen. Yeah, S O N J E E J I E J I. S O N, S O N E J I sixteen, Swanji, Oh, here you are. Okay, I follow you guys on Instagram now. We're friends. Awesome. There we go. Look at that. 
Okay, so back to this movie for just a second. <laughs> I'm I'm literally looking in the uh, I'm on the I'm on the goof. Bl- I blame myself and I apologize. You should. Um, when I'm looking at the the goofs page on IMDb, and okay. you know the insignia of rank of the German sergeant leading his patrol is of a design not used by the German army. Okay, fine. How about the map that they used? Remember when the colonel pulled out that map? I oh literally my wrote God. my notes. This looks like something my son would draw. Yeah. According to the trivia, the map used, or that trivia, the goofs, the map used by the lieutenant colonel at the company command post to show whether to secure the river crossing is not a standard army issue, which were black and white, but a modern color version mounted on cardboard. Yeah, no crap, man. That thing looked terrible. <laughs> oh. Good for them. Even Dwight Yoakam was like, guys, we can do better than this. Yeah. When assaulting the 88s, the two men using the M2 flamethrowers, the burn time on these flamethrowers was seven seconds. These guys were going off for an hour and a half, man. He's still burning stuff right now. Wow, seven seconds. And screaming. Yeah, he's still screaming, yeah. Um, Also, another thing that just kind of annoyed me, and again, it's stuff that, you know, a private is not going to be given an M1918 A Thompson submachine gun. They're given those in one grand, but anyway. Sean, this was a documentary, and it, they were, so. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't help it. I can't help it. I just can't turn it off. All I right. I don't even know that what you're talking about. The gun that he used is a submachine gun. gun. Ty- typically, the, the pr- privates were not given that weapon. That was for, you know, officers and, and whatever. Because typically, officers are not that close you know, they're, they're, they haven't, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Thank you, History Channel. I know, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm lame. Uh, <laughs> no, See, I'm looking at the, uh, my notes here. Uh, poor Sanderson gets lost and then gets the, then he gets the flame kit. Um, I kind of feel bad for that guy. Holy crap, he shot his own dude. This isn't the Red Army, I wrote. Um, I don't think anyone in this film knows military tactics. Uh, uh, hmm? What Sounds happened? Right. What happened to the tanks? Like they were shooting, and then they just stopped, and then they came back. Oh, speaking of what happened to, we have a hopping man in this movie. Really? At least I think so. Um, Steve, I don't, I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with the term that we use as a hopping man. Um, it, sure. There's a movie called Dark Man that we did, where there was a dude that they introduced in the movie who literally only had one leg, so he was hopping, and then they then he was gone for the rest of the movie. We we don't know what happened to him. So whenever we have a character or an item or a thing or a plot point that is introduced specifically and then never comes back. So the guy that gets captured by the Germans, like, why do I feel like we should know about his story? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I've I seen Money Python. I totally Holy forgot Grab. about him. Yeah. He's not the Black Knight. <laughs> that's not the <laughs> no. Hopping Man. Um, no, my bad. I, like, I, like part, honestly, part of me felt that... He was captured, and then the guy that was driving the, the 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 truck, like the deuce and a half at the end, that got that was used as a bomb. I half expected the, the him to be in there. Like he's now a POW helping move move munitions, and then he gets blown. Like I, like I almost felt like we needed to see him again, but he's just he's just gone. He's a prisoner now. See ya. I just yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I also wrote, I don't think a medic would go with them on a tank-busting mission. That just seems highly not appropriate. Um, 
And then I, at the end of the movie, I said, and no one is looking for the platoon lieutenant or medic or sergeant. Dude, that was the thing that bugged me to no end was like they go on the tank busting mission. And then the next morning at 0800, the new captain is just like, well, this is this must be everybody. Let's go. Yeah. I'm just going <laughs> to blow this whistle that we used yeah. in World War One. Never seen. Although it seemed that whistle that when he blew it that, that last time that he was it was a very melancholy whistle. It all seems it also just like like plus by that point like Sanderson has ingratiated himself. You can't go anywhere without Sanderson at this point in the movie. It just seems <laughs> weird. Like I thought like in World War One, the purpose of the whistle was to allow everyone along the trench we're going up and over and we're attacking. This was like blow the whistle so we can casually walk towards the front. Like no one ran. They were just yeah. We're just going to walk until they start shelling us. Dude, they were tired. They I, were super yeah. tired. It just seems like they should, <laughs> if you're going to mount an assault, assault something. They're just, <laughs> just going to meander up. There's reason that because they don't, charge. Because they don't know that the tanks are dead. They, like, they should be looking for cover or dropping smoke. There's so many things that At should At the same time, dude, if you think the tanks are still alive and everybody that you know has been murdered by them and they're like, hey, we're going to go take this ridge, wouldn't you be like, all right, well, let's just take our time. Give me a second to I, I you know, kind of think through this. It's, it yeah, I don't know if I'd be actively running towards that. Yeah, I'd be like, all right, I'll go, but just give me a minute. I just I, like, <laughs> like every other war movie we've ever seen, they always say you move forward so that you can get past the enemy so you can kill them. You get up to them so you can kill them. I just, if we, if, if imagine D Day like that, they get off the boat, eh, just kind of meander up to the sand. We're cool. Well, and- but to be fair, we'll never know because as soon as they like got close, the pillboxes opened fire and they're like, well, now we're going to run because we don't want to get shot. So yeah. who knows how fast they would have moved if there wouldn't have been taking fire, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The boat. Yeah. The banana boat. It just seems so strange. You're not wrong, Steve. Like, they get off the boat. No one's shooting at them. Oh, this is kind of nice. Let's just, should we take a, have a sit? Have some, have yeah. some tea? Yeah, Let's have go. some cigarettes. Let's I can, I can tell you right now, the four of us hate cardio enough that, you know, if we didn't have to run, like if you see any of the four of us running, you need to follow us. Yes, we're, we're running from something. We're running from something. Yeah. 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 Or we're the, either running towards delicious desserts I or I am a murderer. Yeah. I am so bad at running. I break my foot just jogging yeah it's frank yeah so. steve you you actually beat me to the joke because i would say either we're running from something or towards the hot and now sign being on Ooh, <laughs> crispy cream yeah which oh, by man, the way tomorrow is uh obviously it won't be tomorrow it's when free you, donut day it's yeah it's free donut day it's national donut day but oh. uh, yeah all right anyway yes. um well <laughs> are we ready for some clips i have a few um i don't actually have a lot because there's not a lot of dialogue that a you can hear and two isn't just laden with f words, and it is it is HBO. I mean. And guys, guys, just real quick, I want to tell the listeners, oh. uh, you're spoiled. These are these are these are savants. These are guys that are ahead of their time. You need to download. You need to rate. You need to subscribe. You need to unsubscribe and resubscribe and review. You need to get these numbers up because these three men are treasures, national treasures. Oh. All right, go ahead, Sean. I'm sorry. Oh, thanks. And just for that, you get this. Steven. <laughs> I'm so glad I found that. Okay. Um, I'll tell you off air where I got that from. All right, here we go. Lucky day. Old platoon fingers its way into the factory and 
one guy that makes it out to talk about it. You got 25 or 30 guys dead or dying, and you walk out with a scratch on you. It's a lucky day. Yeah, lucky. That's one way of looking at it. I'm sorry, did he, did he say the whole platoon fingers its way in? He did. That's what it sounded like. I, I, when I first thought, heard that, I thought he was saying figured, which still doesn't make sense, but finger sounds worse. Yeah. All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> here's, sorry, ladies. So so Timothy Elephant pulls him aside and is, and is yelling at him, right? And he goes on this thing, and so then this is the part of the movie where then the medic hears him and then says the thing back to him that he just said. Yeah, it's super weird. So... Tell you what, Dave, you find yourself out there in the middle of a firefight with your guts hanging out, screaming for a medic. If I can help you in any way without endangering my own life, I won't hesitate. Yeah, you could you hear the radio in the background? It looks like they're listening to our podcast. All the static you can hear. It's weird. Um, this was the so- only time in the movie that I smiled at all, honestly. <laughs> You smile at me again, and I'll kick your teeth out. There you go. That's, that's the only time I... And that, that captain, by the way, I wanted him to be... Um, I wanted him to... Oh, what's his name? I can't think of his name, but I wanted him to be the the uh, the captain, drill sergeant man, whatever, from Starship Troopers. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about? That, that guy sucks, though. Uh, Starship... The, the one-armed guy. Martin Donovan. No, is no, his name. no, not the he played not, Captain not, Pritchett. Yeah, not the one-armed man. Not, not. Um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Clancy Brown. That's who I'm talking about. Nobody knows what that means, but yes, yeah. Clancy Brown. Everybody knows who Clancy Brown is. Yeah, Everybody know Clancy. He was. Uh, he was camp. He was the captain. He was. <laughs> Y'all know who Clancy is. He was the awful captain from Shawshank that beat everybody up. Uh, he was Starship Troopers. He played something in Ragnarok. Oh, he was the um, he was the the fire he's demon. The ghost. Uh, he was the big fire thing at the end that destroyed Asgard. Anyway, I oh, yeah. I wanted Clancy Brown in that role. He reminded me of Clancy Brown. Yeah, and basically that, the the whole movie, you were like, oh man, this this would have been cool if this person who was good played this role. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're not wrong. All right, this was the last clip I picked. Only, and this is I labeled it bad edit. I did not edit this clip you're about to hear. This is what the movie gave us. The question is, how do we stay alive? I did not do that. That's the movie that you saw. HBO produced. The question is, how do we stay alive? That's so bad. That's, that's bad. That's just a gain issue. Uh, it's a bad edit it, issue. It sounds like there's traffic in the background. Well, yeah. yeah. The question is... How do we stay alive? I don't know. How do you how do you do a bad edit? I can edit better than that. I mean, I am the law. <laughs> I have. Yeah, that reminds me of this show that uh, nobody's ever seen. It's called Palmetto Point. Yeah. And um, <laughs> oh yeah, the sound editor. <laughs> no, look, look, like I was the sound mixer. The the mixer, audio sorry. that I produced was terrible. The edit was fine. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. all the audio <laughs> I captured was terrible. I fully admit it. Again, I had. But again, if you're a if you're an editor on a on an HBO production, you've done more than one film before. That movie, when I did Palmetto Point, I had only ever done one movie before as a boom operator, and now here I am as the sound mixer. 
So again, boom operator. That's right. Hey, he was a boom yeah, operator. to be a pop pop. You, you guys think? Uh, you guys think John Snow uh, has found like another redheaded wildling and he's happy now? <laughs> I would hope so. I'm sorry, my iTunes was going crazy. What did you just say? I heard wildling. I was just wondering if John Snow, if you think he's found like another redheaded wildling and he's like he's doing great. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but this is what I do know. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Uh, there's not much trivia on this movie, um, but I'm going to read what I caught because it sucks. So the phrase nobody dies is a reference to the book and film A Walk in the Sun, where mm. nobody dies is the platoon motto. Both book and film deal with the similar effects of war when trumpets fade, as trumpets fade, when trumpets fade. Um, according for for some reason, the trivia felt it, it was important to note that there are no female roles or lines spoken by women in the entire film. So huh. I, I guess the you mean there weren't women serving in the army yeah. on the front? Yeah, there were. There Jeez. were though. They were radio chicks. Yeah, well, not in this movie. There weren't. There were no ladies. Dude, I listened to a podcast about that too. The uh, the women who were like the uh, operator girls. Uh, in, a, in America, and they uh, they connected all the calls uh, when it was a party line, and then uh, World War II started, and the the national average for men on the front connecting calls between uh, you know people who were in battle to their superiors, the national average time was fifty five seconds to connect a call, and the national average for women who were uh, hello girls is what they called them. Uh, that worked for the phone company in America was seven seconds. And so they were like, uh, we're definitely going to get these women out there. And so there's all these women, there's like 62,000 of them oh, wow. that, that went to the front in World War II and they connected like hundreds of thousands of phone calls between uh, troops and superior officers over the course of World War II. And they nailed it. And like it, it went down from a minute to under 10 seconds. Like they absolutely wow. were imperative. And they don't get benefits, and they don't get called veterans. Mm. Isn't that some bullshit? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's well, crazy. Yeah, it sounds well, kind of normal for our country, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the difference in fifty seconds, man. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's lives saved. Oh, I mean, absolutely, like, like, legit. That's lives saved. Absolutely. Um, the last one I wrote was, and this is how bad the trivia gets. Seriously. Two of the cast members share the same surname, Jeffrey Donovan and Martin Donovan. That's in the yeah. trivia section, guys. Oh, man, they're they're reaching now. You know what? Seriously, I should get a pro account and then do Cheap Seat Reviews reviewed this movie in 2019. How oh, much is a pro account? It's not much. That We actually saw that one time. Remember when we did that? We, were, we watched some low-budget yep. crap film, and we saw in the trivia, like, such and such podcast reviewed this movie. And I'm like, holy crap, you can do that? We should start doing that on all of our <laughs> trivia. Every trivia should just have cheap seat reviews. Did this movie. Cheap seat Dude, reviews you, was here. You tell me You tell me what that costs, and I'll, I'll get it covered. I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, I like this idea. I want that to be a thing real bad. Um, okay. Um, page, try. I can try it for free. No, no way. Join with Amazon? <laughs> no, this is America. Don't stream my new single. Buy it. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, it's twelve fifty a month. Oh, twelve fifty a year. 
A year? Well, that's, year. that's not bad at all. No, no, $12.50 a year? No, no, no. No, I misread. Annually, it's $12.50 a month. So it's 150 oh. bucks a year. Oh. I'll get, oh, uh, yeah. Look out for my Indiegogo but, campaign. Yeah, well, go, GoFundMe.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews so we can get a, I can get a pro account for IMDb so I can put every episode that we review in the trivia section. <laughs> Just CSR was here with your mom. Oh my. God. <laughs> what is it? What is it? com slash Cheap Seat Reviews? Yeah, we have a, we have a GoFundMe yeah. account. It's, oh, it's still active. In the middle of me releasing a new single, I'm going to take time and be like, hey, guys, forget about downloading my new single. Uh, (laughs) 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 There is a cause that's near and dear to my heart. So so important. Steve, is it the starving children? No, it's not the starving children. Steve, is it the homeless people? No, it's not the homeless people. No. (laughs) No, it's not. No. Oh, that's great, isn't it? Oh, I didn't even I didn't even do the full thing. Nice. Sorry, that was that uh, was my relative of the angry Scotsman. Yeah, never take our freedom. Yep, cheap, <laughs> GoFundMe.com slash cheap series. I haven't been here in a while. Uh, oh no, it's what, it's no longer active. Say. Oh crap! Uh oh. Yeah, think I gave you some dough. Yeah, like you did five years ago. Yep. You did, and literally, I turned around and bought your CD. So See? it was a watch. That's God. That's good. Uh, that's good. I have, I've bought a few singles too. So, my girls, my girls love your your stuff. I bought. Uh, yeah, a lot of little kids really, really. <laughs> it, it, I know it that's, it's Johnny Karate. <laughs> I know that's what you're going for too. Is the the you the, know, the, the baby shark was the, a real hit. Yeah, the yeah. the eight to ten year old segment there. <laughs> I don't I don't know the words to Baby Shark, but I know the melody and I understand how relatives work. So I can be like Great Grandpa Shark do 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 like I don't know. Yeah, that's it. You you've just done the that's whole it, you thing. You just did it. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, now just yeah. Yeah. all my buddies that have kids, I'm like, I got this, bro. Crazy Uncle Steve do 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 Yeah, Crazy sure, Uncle Steve. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh we raised two hundred and twenty five dollars on that GoFundMe account. That's kinda cool. Yay. I might have to maybe I have to re uh reactivate it. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, definitely. Maybe that's why no one's donated to us in a long time. That makes sense. Be part of it. Yeah. I did, a I lot know, of sense. I didn't know it died. I thought I thought I put it in perpetuity. Speaking of World War II, you need to sell some war bonds. Yeah, we need. We should call them yeah. war bonds. And we have tried to pimp ourselves out oh, so gosh. many times. Sorry, I just got scared by Steve's camera. It just freaked me out. Yeah, um, we actually created our own website called Pimpstrist. Uh, <laughs> It started out as a way for pimps to sell mattresses, but we <laughs> decided <laughs> use use mattress services. <laughs> but, they, but they hate memory foam. They hate oh it. Oh my god! Yep. <laughs> and that's all anything is. Dot com. Yeah. I just found the name of this episode. Okay. Pimpstress. I, I just want to say at this point, like we were all friends in college, and uh, it was exactly like this. <laughs> changed. Uh, Steve, by the way, just so you're aware of what happened last oh. week, uh, Sam was on some pain meds, and <sighs> somehow we got onto Star Wars. And so the last week, last week's episode was John Carter, and the name of the episode or the uh, the subtitle was "Poe Needs to Know Yo." Ooh, yeah. Sam was Sam yeah. was feeling it. Oh my God, yeah. Pim- we tried to contract. Uh, I mean, contact 
contact. Uh, some, you know, J-Rock or uh, Wiz Khalifa. Ooh. Or, you yeah. know, Drake, but nobody would return our calls. Yeah. Guys, guys, have you seen uh, have you seen the new live action Aladdin yet? No. No, not yet. It's fantastic. Good. Uh, it's wonderful. But this is I bring it up because it makes me mad to no end. People are talking about the new live action uh, Lion, Lion King. Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. This is animation because we don't have an ability to train lions and tigers to just say things. <laughs> Uh, Wait, it's, what? It's the Are funny, you telling that's, me that's that animation? this monkey is not going to pick up this tiger cub? The, I mean, no, line cub. We don't. We don't have that kind of nanotech. Uh, oh. the, the, it's so funny. It's my like, whole I life has been a lie. It's funny because I saw this great meme and it was like, I can't wait for the new animated Lion King. And it says, No, it's live action. It says, Aren't the animals CGI? Well, yeah. And the in the in the terrain is CGI. Well, yeah. So it's an animated yeah. film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at least the jungle. At Life least the jungle. Go see, go see yeah. At least the Jungle Book had a child, like a human yeah. child playing, yeah. opposite of uh, thing. Stephen. So you know there was the Jungle Book, right? Uh, so the Netflix makes Mowgli, um, a live action version. So we watched both, and I will simply say, the the Mowgli version way more adult themed, very dark, but it's mm-hmm. got Andy Circus in it. As Creepy. something, um, what was Andy Circus in? Was as? he the bear? Yes, he, he was, was blue. He was blue, and yeah. um, Benedict Cumberbatch was Sheer Khan. And I must admit, he was kind of great as Sheer Khan. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch is great. Also, uh, his name sounds delicious. <laughs> yep. If uh, <laughs> I've, I've, hey hey, what are you eating? Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Like mm, can a I have whole some? batch of it. There's a yeah. great song. I've pimped it before, but you should check it out. It's called My Babies in Love with Benedict Cumberbatch. That's some funny yeah. stuff right there. Check it out on our Pinterest site. Yeah, our Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally... If you don't buy that domain right now, then you fail that. <laughs> also, Jimison, what are you drinking? Are you drinking some uh, Miller Lite or something? No, that's actually... Uh, it's actually ginger ale and vodka. That's cannibalism for me, so I can't, but... Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, pimptrist.com is available. <laughs> okay. Whatever if, if it's if it's twenty bucks or less, I'll cover it. I'm uh, on it like a fat kid on a footstool. Yeah. Listen, I don't have children, so I have like an extra seventy five bucks a month to spare. <laughs> <laughs> That's about what it costs to raise kids, right? Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and have a couple of them, Steve. Uh, <laughs> you could have an whole orphanage in your house. Yeah, God, you got enough room. You can have a football you're, you're team. You're spoiling them, I tell you, man. So, so every year I go to I go to Haiti uh, with this with this charity, and we go to this orphanage and we teach music lessons. But I, I don't even really focus on the music lessons. I just hug all the kids uh, because there's not like any men that care about them and so i'm just trying to like reinforce it like hey there are men in the world who care about you and they're always like say word that's amazing and so like i just hug the kids and we have a nice time and like i will be like this is a g chord this is really all you need uh here's a capo and here's g c e minor d you can play every song that's ever been written and uh (laughs) but so like there's this chihuahua and he has no eyes and he's just he's blindly wandering around the orphanage. Because in Haiti, there are no pet dogs. There are just dogs. And uh, <laughs> the there's community not, dog. 
Yeah, there's not enough food to go around. So they're just like, you know, they just kind of chase the kids around and nobody's petting anybody. Like it's just a, it's the Wild West. And so uh, this, this chihuahua's, you know, bumping into things, just trying to sniff out a bean that it can eat. And I was asking one of the orphans that spoke English and I was like, hey, how did this dog lose his eyes? And the the kid was like, uh, oh, a vulture, he picked him out. And I was like, God, that's miserable. Did you see that? And he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, man, were you guys, like, throwing rocks at the vulture trying to get it to stop? And they were like, no, I said dog. (laughs) And I was like, holy crap. Yeah. And so so then, like, I leave Haiti and I fly home. And so, like, I land in Miami. And the first commercial I see on the TV screens as I'm walking through the main concourse at Miami International (laughs) Airport is I'm's dog food for dogs with sensitive stomachs. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) This is the difference between our two countries. Yeah. No, kidding. yeah, that stuff that that would keep me up at night. Like, I'm afraid my you, dog you, is lactose intolerant. And like, like, think about it, right? Like, he has a wheat allergy. Like, <laughs> like what my is, dog has no eyes, man. What's the what's the premise of John Wick? It's John Wick getting revenge because someone killed For a puppy. Dog. Like, yeah. Like in any other country, they'd be like, "Why is he pissed? I don't understand." Go buy another puppy. It's fine. But yeah, we're here in, in America. In second and third world country, they'd be like, this guy sucks. Yeah, this guy's lame. What is he doing? But we're over here like, yeah, kill them MFers for hurting a dog, man. I don't care how many humans you must kill. We must avenge the puppy. Hey, yeah. you don't have to abbreviate melon farmers. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, what the fork? Um, M- meanwhile, I'm, I'm searching for a new family dog and, you know, budget. It, it's crazy how much dogs cost now. Yep. Even uh, even the shelter dogs for you. Even the free ones, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I, I must click this before we get too much farther along. Excuse me while I whip this out. All right. <laughs> we still have a podcast to do. As much as I want to just hang out with Steve and talk on the... <laughs> Yeah, and, and, just, and just record it. Were we talking about a movie? What are we doing here? Well, again, and simply it's boiling down to I we do we have limited amount of um, space yes. that I can host yeah, the podcast to. Yeah, sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we decided to do, and we're, we're actually, um, we were all surprised that we have not done World War II as a category. Uh, oh, so we're shit. just doing. Um, well, it's a good thing you're not first. I'll do oh. Andrews too. Wait. Uh, exactly. Uh, so I mean, because even when we did uh, like Wind Talkers, we did like Nick Cage movies, and when we did Saving Private Ryan, we did um, Tom Hanks movies. So unless we've done it before, and this has happened, we've actually forgotten that we did one, and we've done it twice. So. It sounds about right for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. because yep. because my list category only goes back to about episode 100. Um, and the website has only been updated to episode 180, I think. 80? Yeah. yeah. I, don't think I can't believe there's a website. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's a nice website. Just Sam hasn't, literally hasn't been physically able to get to the place where the, uh, the only yep. computer on the world can, can access it. Um, so we're I, need, gonna... I need my Dreamweaver in Photoshop. Dreamweaver. Uh, so, Sam, while Andrew uh, hurries to gather his list, why don't you go ahead and go? All so. right. Um, I, I've i got my number three at U571. Oh. Boo. Right? Gotta with with uh, Mr. Sailor. McConaughey and his all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Only in a German accent. Not, not quite. But all right, all right, all right. 
<laughs> that's about right. Uh, yeah, it's not right at um, all, but that's fine. I've got my number two is a is actually a combination of three movies, and that would be the Indiana Jones movies. Ooh. Oh, right. Okay. Not during World War II, but they he punches some Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. John. They're none of. It's not during World War II. The war hadn't started yet. But okay. Yeah, okay. And then my number one was Schindler's List. Never oh, wow. heard of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I made it out during that movie one time. Uh, oh dear lord! Don't say. No, that's a Seinfeld joke. I'm kidding. Oh. Okay. Uh, Andrew, you good? Yeah. Go ahead. Good. Um, Number three, Monuments Men. Mm. Oh, yes. Oh. You mean the movie we were going to do? Yeah. Okay. Please do. Uh, it's a good one. Uh, number two. What? Yeah, is that what I'm on? Yeah, number two. Um, hang on, I just lost it. Inglorious Bastards. Mm. I know it's not very, uh, uh, accurate. what's the word, respectful or <laughs> accurate. Yeah. But uh, I do enjoy watching it. I don't know why. And then uh, I also had Schindler's List as my number one. Okay, John, you got to see that one day. Who get it? You got to <laughs> get that get that band aid ripped off. What? The Schindler's List. I've seen Schindler's List. What's wrong with you? Really? Yes. I thought that was one of your uh, one that you haven't done. No, no, I've seen Schindler's List. I watched. You can't, a... you can't host a movie podcast and not have seen Schindler's List. Well, there's a handful right? of movies that I have. It's on a list of shame. Um, it is a list. Oh of shame. wait, can 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 we do that real quick? My or, list of shame. Yeah. Well, I well I give my three. Can you can you pull up your list of shame? I don't have it physically written down somewhere, but I I mean I there's a couple I bet, I bet he, has not, he hasn't seen it. The Godfather yet. I haven't seen any of the Godfathers. I haven't seen Scarface. Um uh, Oh wait, there was one more movie that I forgot. <laughs> it was the penis. <laughs> With the guy who plays the piano. It's uh, the penis. Yeah, oh, well, penis. You, all right, listen, you already did your three, so you can't poach oh, in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> okay, my number three favorite World War II movie is Casablanca. Oh, yeah. Chad would have put that one on his Never seen it. Rest his soul. Uh, it's just, it's fantastic. Never seen it. Oh, man. Uh, e- even today, just, it still holds up. Uh, number two... World War II movie, I'm going to have to say Dunkirk. It's just, it's so good. Mm, I have not seen that one yet. That one is a... Oh, man. Christopher Nolan. It just, it doesn't... You're like, you're all up his butt. I'm surprised you haven't seen that movie. I know. I was going to see it in the theater, but I don't know what... Oh, it's a good movie. It's 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 fine. I I don't love it the way some people do, but it's, it's, I liked it way better than Interstellar. Good music. Interstellar. Oh is my god. Interstellar. Genius. Yeah, Interstellar is incredible. I can't, uh, I can't get past movie. it. And then uh my my number one World War II movie uh, of all time is I know this is a cop out uh but it's a two-way tie between uh The Great Escape and A Bridge Too Far. And oh, okay. the the great thing about A Bridge Too Far is like if if you didn't see it when it came out, you probably it slipped under your radar. But then, like, if if you just kind of come upon it on streaming services, it'll be like, uh, <laughs> where, David, where has this been all my life? Well, no, it'll be like David Attenborough's brother directs, uh, Gene Hackman, Sir Anthony Hopkins, 
James Caan, Khan, uh, like Sean Connery. There, everybody who's ever been an actor crap. was an actor in this movie, and it's fantastic. And it's about the uh, uh, the mission that we flew right at the end of World War II, which was just a total. Uh, I forget. I, I forget if it's Nightingale or oh, what it was called. It's uh, Market Garden. Um, Market Garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just it's such a it's such a terrible mission, but it's a fantastic film, and it's like three hours long. But uh, A Bridge Too Far is fantastic. Um, yeah, ma- man, like two hours every and every famous minutes, actor yeah. from that time is in it. Jeez, two hours and fifty five minutes. That's that's you're, that's that's but end that's, game that's territory. A too far. <laughs> no, it's worth every moment. Um, yeah, Michael Caine is in it. Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael Caine. Uh, everybody's in it. Michael just, Bates. just if if you have it up, read read off the the list. That's what I'm doing. I'm going through. I mean, there's a there's a lot of other people that I've actually Elliot Gould. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's a lot of I mean, there's a lot of people, but there's also a lot of people that don't have IMDb photos either. Robert Redford is in it. Holy cow, dude! Yeah, wow. for sure. And Everybody is in John Ratzenberger. John Ratzenberger. Did I ever tell you about the time? Well, it's a little known fact that the Germans. I can't do a John Ratzenberger, but anyway, uh, he's great. It's incredible. It's an incredible film, and it's very historically accurate. And like people who were in that battle have like ratified that this is a fantastic oh, film, and they do a good job. Sam, here's it's got a Jurassic Park connection. Richard, yeah. Richard Attenborough. No, J- Alan Rickman. No, Richard Attenborough. <laughs> yeah, he's the director. He's the director. Oh, okay. Dwight Eisenhower, Dwight D. Eisenhower, as himself, is in it. Yeah. Really? Well, okay, Whoa. that's not true. Plans for D-Day archival footage. Uncredited. Right. Oh, okay. Adolf right. Hitler, archival footage. Right. It's They're just vignettes. Yeah. But it, 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 it's fantastic, man. Roosevelt, uh, Rommel. Okay. I was yeah. going to say, wait a minute. Hitler, he was very dead by the time they made this movie. Uh, Allegedly. Yeah, you're right. He's actually living. Anyway, yeah. So two way tie for first between uh, The Great Escape and A Bridge Too Far. And if you haven't seen A Bridge Too Far, it really is worth the watch. Even Sean Connery does a good job. He's Major General Urquhart. He's kind of a a dick in this movie, but he's kind of a dick all the time. So it really works. (laughs) Gene Hackman. And then then at some point, somebody who's like a, a private goes. Ah, uh, well, we just went a bridge too far. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then a fairy gets his wings. All right. Uh, nope. My turn. I did. I, I went kind of. Hey, Sean, uh, what, what would your top three World War II movies be? Oh, uh, thanks for the nice toss there, Steve. Um, I went kind Ooh. of. I, I tried to think a little bit outside of the norm. Um, okay. Because these, these might not be my favorites, but they are today. Uh, if that makes sense, because there's probably some other ones out there that I would rather watch. Uh, and we all kind of like did a little secret handshake of we're all going to not say Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah, Ryan. Saving Private Ryan yeah, would have been. That definitely would have been number one. Yeah. yeah. So I actually wouldn't have been my number one, but the, me my, neither. my number one stayed the same, but it would have been my number two. Uh, yeah, me so too. My number three is Flags of Our Fathers. Ooh. Um, I read the Ken, book. Ken Watanabe. Um that, that was no. That's letters to Iwo Jima. You're right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Flags of Our Fathers is uh, Clint Eastwood directed. He did directed both of them, but he directed that. It was based off. We're the, gonna take this hill. Uh, based off the director or the the book by the um, uh, I can't remember his name. Crap. By Clint Eastwood. 
No, Clint Eastwood directed the movie. The it's based wrote off the book, the, right? No, the book was. So you're telling me he can't read? Clint Eastwood wrote the book on directing movies. That's what you're thinking about. Yeah, he didn't write this book. The guy that wrote the book was the son of Ryan Felipe's character. The guy that is uh, the actual dude that was there. He came home and told all these stories to his son, and his son wrote the book. Um, and he wrote Lazy. several. James James Bradley, I think, maybe. I can't remember. I don't, I don't have it pulled up. Anyway. Wasn't he the guy on West Wing? That's Ooh. James Bradford, I think. Was uh, Brad, no, that's that's uh, Bradley Bradley Whitford. Bradley Whitford. Bradley yes. Cooper. Gotcha. And, boy, we're, uh, we're 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 getting close. Sam's doing better. This is actually pretty good for Sam. Usually, he's saying all kinds of weird stuff. Like, who knows? Uh, my number two is Fury. Uh, with Wait, the, Fury with Brad Pitt. The Brad Pitt and your. Uh, oh yeah, I loved it in Avengers. And your, when you came back. Okay. Yeah. This, see, this is what I have to deal with, Steve. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> give sad... a mute. Is this like around the horn, and you can mute him? Get track <laughs> points. Yeah. And the sad part is, sometimes, Steve, that that's real. What it just happened. I mean, I know he's yeah. joking right now, but there are times when that's real. I wish yep. your Xbox batteries would die, Sam. <laughs> oh. Because like he'll say something like that, and then Andrew and I would be like, yeah, and then we'll we'll move on. And he's like, no, seriously, like. But That's, is that, is that the, who you're talking about? You're talking about Nick Fury, right? Like, no, and Fury about yeah. the tank with Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's not part of the MCU. I know, Sam. It's not in talking. <laughs> <laughs> like, those conversations have happened on this show. Um, this, this is the best podcast that's ever been recorded. Oh, I'm, 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 I have no doubt. Um, and getting yep. close to the longest. Uh, and my number one. <laughs> I wish people could see how bored Jimison looks right now. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> at, at five minutes to midnight, me. I'm just this is glad. Why I don't normally turn my camera on. Yeah, at, at five minutes to midnight, as we record on a school night, I'm just glad he's oh. awake. Um, <laughs> my my number one is Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, I, I yeah. just, that, good I, take just take this ridge. One. We need this ridge. You have to take it. I, just, it. I just adore that movie. I just think it's so. Amazing. Can everybody hear me? It, you guys can all hear me, right? In the back. In the back there. <laughs> the guy that well, the, well, okay, whatever, it doesn't matter. Spider <laughs> Spider Man was great in that movie, and it's just, it's just such a great movie. Um, go watch Hacksaw Ridge. If if it was streaming, we would be doing that that yeah. movie for this that tonight's mm-hmm. episode. Hey, go go watch a bridge too far and skip Hacksaw Ridge. No, <laughs> go go save another hour of your life and watch Hacksaw Ridge. You've never <laughs> even seen a bridge too far. I've never even like a, I've never even heard of it before. You yeah, texted yeah, but, to me. Yeah, yesterday. but you look at the IMDb synopsis and you're like, oh, one of the best directors and all the best actors from the whole world at this time. And the, the, the budget for it was like asinine. It was so large for that time. Well, you can say the same thing about this. Mel Gibson is a is an accomplished Oscar winning director, and you look at the cast and say, That's a really good cast. So it, it's it's just, I mean, come for on. What, for what movie? For Hexall Ridge. Oh, oh, I, you know what? I'm thinking of this whole entire podcast. I've been thinking of Heartbreak Ridge with oh, Clint Eastwood. No, and you're talking about Hacksaw Ridge with the the, yeah, the Spider-Man character. Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Yeah, as Desmond. Yeah, I like that movie. It's a fantastic movie. Yes, 
Yeah. And it's a true story. You know, I've been, I've been, I've been throwing shade on hacksaw or heartbreak yeah, ridge. Cause you kept doing that time. voice. And I'm like, who was he imitating? I'm wondering. Yeah, who. man. And you really just rolled over on that the entire time. And I appreciate that. You're a good host. Well, I didn't, I didn't really know <laughs> what was happening, but I just assumed it was funny. So I just let it go. Yeah. Um, no, I, I really thought that you just loved heartbreak ridge. And I was like, you're the only person. Yeah. I think besides Clint Eastwood, you're right. I would be the only person. Man, this I'm so glad we did this on air. Yeah, me too. My favorite, honestly, my favorite casting though in Hacksaw Ridge <laughs> is Vince Vaughn as the drill sergeant. Oh, sure. who was born to be a motor mouth? He's it's brilliant. Sergeant. It's just brilliant. Anyway, I could talk for another 30 minutes about that movie, but I'm not going to because it's late, um, and we need to wrap up because we've lost most of the listeners as it is. Um, Thank you. That's that's our show. My gosh! Oh no, we're not done. Crap! Oh, we have one more segment to go. I have to play this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? This is where you guys give me uh, your score from one to ten. Let's do it quickly, uh, Andrew. I'm gonna give this a five point five. <laughs> okay, Thank you, Clint. Uh, 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 Steve. Four. No. Oh. Oh, these numbers. Dark world. Yeah. These these numbers are gonna be weird. Okay. I'm going to probably give it, um, for the number of shells shot in this movie, a f- w- carrying the decimal little strange places, 4.7832. My Lord. Okay. Make sure you get that. Seven, three, no, I got eight, it. You can check two. it. I got it. You, you're seeing it. You see. uh, okay. I, I'm... Uh, yeah, I don't disagree with really any of those numbers. Andrew, I'm surprised you're actually higher than Steven, and Steven seemed to be the only one defending this movie. <laughs> um, well, I kind of feel bad now for mine being high. But. Yeah, and I, I will, I must say this I'm looking back at my score from last week with John Carter. I would way much rather watch John Carter than this ever right? again. Yeah, and I gave yeah, John my, Carter my score for John Carter was a lot lower. Well, yeah. John Carter had cleavage in it, it had a lot of cleavage in it. Um, and, and a lot of I change my score. Yeah, you want to? It's on. It's yeah, not like it's ink. comparing this is five point five is not. Yeah, you're you're, you're a point in the, almost a half higher. Yeah, I know. Let's just go four. Okay, so we Let's got two fours and then a four point seven. You know what? I'm going to keep this trend alive and make Sam look weird, and I'm going to give it a four also because this movie is not good. Uh, I give it a little bit of credit for Sanderson and. Yep. Um, Sanderson. Uh, and some of the some of the shelling and stuff seemed kind of terrifying because most of it though was just them blowing up dead trees. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But it was. And a lot of the the little uh, trampolines where the guys were jumping yeah, on the trampoline. Yeah, I mean, and, and I will say this: there was a lot of the, the, the dead bodies were pretty good and gory. Like you see a couple like arms blown off and some legs blown yeah. off, like. They did a pretty good job of that department, but making burn notice actually look like that was a little. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so th- this, yeah. this movie comes in at a whopping 4.19, and that is not even close to the bottom. So uh, there you go. There's yeah. that. What, um, what was the bottom? Oh, shit. I wish I hadn't asked me that. Um, I don't know. Ne- in that case, never mind. Uh <laughs> No, we're still at uh, rubber. Still at the bottom, right? No, it's not rubber. Um, according to the website, which hasn't been updated obviously in a while, our last one was is going to come in at Birdemic with a point zero six two. Damn, <laughs> damn fine film. Right. I don't know. Um, I think I actually scored it lower on purpose just to make sure that it was underneath rubber. 
Yeah, Pete. Jimison gave it a seven point three, and right. it still I, averaged it. Yeah, I gave it, I gave it like a negative fifteen. Uh, Sean went and changed my number. My bottom, the bottom five currently on the website until it gets updated is Bird Demic, Rubber Trolls, Troll Two, Kill Command, and Poultry Geist. Yeah, don't ever call me for one of those, please. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> now, Poultry Geist had a more enjoyable theme than. At least it was a musical. I mean, Steve, yeah. like, like there, there's actually movies you've heard of on the on the bottom, like, like uh, the Russell Crowe Noah is down there. So Ooh. is the the fourth Transformer movie. Um, yeah, Mario that, Brothers is in the bottom fifteen. Oh come on, <laughs> the movie's so bad. Come dude. on, you you don't remember it correctly if you think it's good. Okay, um, but they're plumbers, yeah. man. Like we don't know how to do anything important. They at least can plumb. Right, but they also the actors were actively drunk on set because they knew they were making a crap film. So Well, I don't, I don't expect John Leguizamo to be sober. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's our Just show. Just like us here on this podcast. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm punch drunk at this point. This uh, that's our show. It's been such a blast having oh. Uh, yes, having, Steve, thank you so much for joining oh, us. Oh it, it my was gosh. so fun to have Steven on the podcast. It's been great. Thank you again, Steve, for coming on. Where can people find more information about you? I tell you what, on the internet, Sean, or on the tattoo of my ass. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I think hope Andrew, you guys have the internet. A lot of information on me out there. I think, uh, well, I've got a large ass, so... I, I, think, I think Andrew was filling a contractual obligation with that comment. Um, it was really uh, fun going to college with you guys. It's cool that all three of you graduated. I never did, but here we are. Well, if you would have, you would have an award-winning podcast like this. Um, yes. Yes, that's Wait, the we difference. won an award? When did we win an award? Sorry, Shh. sorry. I meant to say it's, inter- it's on the other cheek. I, I should have said our, an international <laughs> podcast. We are there you an, go. an international yeah. podcast, yeah. which is actually interesting. See, we do legit get every week we get episode downloads yeah. in Spain and Germany and England. My mother yeah. did say we do a good job. So I guess that's kind of like an award. That does matter. Yeah. It really does. I, I, I introduce uh, my most successful song every show and I go, this is a song called West Coast Time. This is my mom's favorite song of all time. So you either agree with you or you're calling her a liar. <laughs> i love it all right that's it that's the show my gosh thank you guys so much for listening if you still are um we've had so much fun on this episode i hope you did too you can check us out at facebook.com slash cheap seat reviews you can follow us on twitter at cheap seat cast um obviously don't go to gofundme.com slash cheap seat reviews because that stuff is broken i gotta fix that uh do seriously leave us a review on itunes um, you can follow us, of course, on Google Play, YouTube. Um, and Pimpress.com. Uh, we're also on iHeartRadio <laughs> um, and pretty soon on Radio.com. I'm going to put us on there, too. And, um, yeah, that's the show. Cheap seat reviews at gmail.com is the email address. <laughs> I have to. He did it. <laughs> he did it. He broke me. I got to hide the window with Steve. Gracious. <laughs> Uh, I was fine until the last one. Please send your emails to cheapscreviews at gmail.com. Request some movies so we don't have to do anything else like this again. Yeah. Um, next week, Ooh. though, what was our movie, Sam, next week? You told me. Oh, we're Ooh, doing Solo. Solo. We're going to do the Han Solo movie. We haven't done Ron Howard. Uh, a Star Wars movie in a while. So we're going to do the Solo movie. Um, 
I don't think it's as bad as people, other people think it is or say it is, but... Uh, I loved it. Uh, we're going to do it. So, oh, see, there you go. See, there's Steve's opinion right there. We'll, 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 we'll get your score later next week. Uh, that's it, guys. I'm going to sign off. It's been so much fun, and we will see you next week. <laughs>